Welcome back, people. This is going to be the most up-to-date Taxi Squad podcast episode that has ever existed. It is March ever. 23rd. It is 11 p.m. Yeah. It's a hell of a fucking day, but we're still bringing the action consistencies to Keith. Vince, how the hell are you? I'm great. 11 p.m. on the Wednesday before posting. Look at us go. We got everything up to date. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling refreshed from my trip to the Dominican Republic. And my voice oh. is feeling good. So people are going to know. No more flu game today, Val. No more flu Hell game. No. Hell no. Nah. I got no, a nice table. Definitely not. Ladies are loving it. Ladies are loving it. Look at you. Looking like a brown bear. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> looking like a big brown bear. Uh, well, good, man. Well, good. The trip was good. You got a little R&R time. It was great. Went on a boat, went zip lining, which is Oh, like, dude, let me tell you really quick as an aside, I went zip lining and there was one where it was like freehand and I'm like, dude, I'm a pretty big boy. Like I'm not over the weight limit, but I'm closer than I want to be. Um, <laughs> and I like, hopped on there and started going free. And there was just this Dominican guy that's the size of a linebacker at the end, just catching people. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, and he no. was like, well, fuck I this. Down, I am not I doing down, this. I flew down and I like. He stopped me, but I was like, damn. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm a big boy. He's like, oh, I know. <laughs> Be like, get out of the way. Yeah. Get I was out like, you, the guys, way. you guys let me do it. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, hey, and, and that's that's a perfect segue into this week's lovely, strange, and unusual is to <laughs> they let him do it. Uh, and we're talking him. about Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars because holy shit, did they just totally fudge the bucket. Maybe the worst hire yeah. in NFL history. So oh, Vince, Lord. why don't you start to just break sure. down some of this toxicity for us? So the athletic came out with a, like a year in review, basically of urban Meyer and his time in Jacksonville. Um, and I mean, we talked about this. We've already kind of come to our conclusion here, but he's like a pretty bad guy. Um, one of his staff members called last year, the most toxic environment he's ever been a part of by far, not even close. <laughs> oh. Insane. He is the biggest toolbox that ever existed. Yeah. 100%. And, okay. First example. So one player missed an assignment during a preseason game. Urban Meyer said he cut, cut them all and said, and do you know what would happen if I cut you guys? To the four people in the room. You wouldn't get a job paying more than $15 an hour. Like what? <laughs> like what are you talking oh, about? <laughs> these are professional athletes, and I feel like this was his biggest issue from the jump is there was no disconnect to the fact that he was coaching former high school kids to coaching professional athletes and grown ass yeah. men. Yeah. So yeah, that's and adorable. Like, and they're just like, What the fuck? Like I'm paying getting paid mills right now. And then he kicked Josh Lambeau, which we all knew. That was like a big thing. Oh, it's um, it's the famous kick of Josh Lambeau, which I'm like Okay, you kicked a grown-ass man, and you're a grown-ass man. You literally you, kicked him. Why are you kicking him? <laughs> exactly. All right, so the next thing, he did a six-month deep dive of the NFL where he talked to his previous players at Florida and Ohio State. Um, and multiple sources said he was unfamiliar with Devo Samuel, Jamal Adams, and Aaron Donald. He said, who's this number 99 guy on the Rams? I'm hearing he might be a problem <laughs> for us. Listen, my for example, my father could give two fucks about NFL football, but he knows sure as shit who Aaron Donald is. Right. I mean, he jumps off the screen in more than one capacity. So it's like for him to go, who's his number 99 guy? Oh, boy. There's two this ways. Is this. Either he's like unconcerned because like he definitely had to know it 
or he didn't know it and he's just that fucking delusional. Mm. His ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss is the law I say. So last thing then. So John Brown ran an incorrect route in practice. Went up to Trevor Lawrence, asked him about the route. He's like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Irvin came over and said, hey, Trevor, you've got to slow it down for him. These boys from the South, their transcripts ain't right. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? Like, and I dude, guess that Trevor was Lawrence of- is from Georgia. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, too. I don't think Trevor he was talking Lawrence about. Trevor Lawrence went to fucking Clemson, which, by the way, is in South fucking Carolina. Insane. Like, I... Oh, yeah, yeah, there's so much. There's so much to this guy that's so fucked up. But like, it, this all just kind of like resonates with like the opinion we've had the whole time, which this guy's just a dickhead. Oh, I, I mean, he was arguably the greatest bag of dicks that was ever hired by anybody, and will go down as an absolute terrible hire, probably of all time. Legacy like this ruined. goes, yeah, like this goes down with like the Wanstead of hiring. It's like he makes yeah. Dave Wanstead look good, <laughs> which was difficult to do. I, I like Wani. <laughs> Wani is the worst. <laughs> like we have Chicago accents. Wanstead has the thickest Chicago accent That's of all time. Like and he's not even from here. That's it's, I like it, them, it's like, oh, yeah. So if I was the coach <laughs> at Bears right now, let me tell you what I do. Uh, Wanstead, you haven't been here in like 30 years, bro. Just shut the fuck up. I think he's right. He's did, always right. Davey's always right. Did he go to the Did he go to the South Side once? He was like, you know, this is a good idea. What you guys are doing over here, and we're like, okay, I guess we're just we're just kind of fall in line. All right, let's go, let's um, go. No. Dude, oh, ridiculous. I, I like Honestly, like I like Wani. Well, he, the only thing he's good at now is talking shit on FS1. So, hey man, gotta make your money somehow. But I think Wani's probably better than Urban Meyer at the end of the day. Yeah, he's probably a better guy than Urban Meyer. Pretty easy thing to do. And I think the last thing too on this athletic uh, article is he, when he you know touched the ladies' caboose and all that jazz. No, he, one it wasn't team, touching. It was, there was there was some multiple fingers involved there. I'm uh, <laughs> yes, you're right. I um, but I guess a lot of the guys on the team didn't even notice that he wasn't there because he's so disconnected. Um, that they didn't even know he didn't come on the plane with them. <laughs> really yeah that's just crazy they're just like yeah we didn't even notice and then all that shit came up so that that just shows you they hated this fucking guy so much that literally they were like "Mm." he's not yeah (laughs) fuck him yeah and there's a reason as i always say trevor lawrence didn't answer the phone for multiple phone calls and i got the phone going he's like yeah coach yeah i'm ready Okay, God, I fucking hate you. Yeah. Do you so. like? Can we like just discuss for like two seconds what was the, what was the discussion in Trevor Lawrence's ear prior, maybe from his agent or people in the industry to say, yo, this guy's no fucking good. It. I mean, I feel like it had to come from a lot of college guys. I assume it, it either had to come from a lot of college guys, or maybe Dabo, or maybe Man, people Jackson, like. Though. It's not like. Well, sure, I'm not not saying to be excited about being drafted by fucking Jacksonville, but what (laughs) I am saying is, like, you know, if the right coach is there, maybe he gets you excited about being drafted by Jacksonville. He aligns with what I want him to do. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, all these guys chat before they get drafted. Yeah. You you chat with your coach. I mean, he could have easily pulled an Eli. A lot of people are saying he might have, but. Yeah, probably should have. Um I mean, Dougie P, if he was there, it would probably be a little bit different scenario. Doug Peterson's cool. 
Yeah, he's probably excited to just have a normal ass coach this year. I think I think Doug Peterson's excited to have normal management surrounding him that'll give him some sort of say in what they're doing. Yeah, true. Very true. And that show signing Christian Kirk to fucking eighty four million dollars. Eighty four million dollars. Oh God, forever this just. Guy. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking of this fucking guy. Yeah. What Colin Coward, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love his show and I love Joy Taylor. <laughs> and I love like, Joy Taylor. Oh, love oh Joy Taylor, my <laughs> mixed queen. But anyway, <laughs> like for real, why does he just need to like I like Lincoln Riley as much as the next guy for USC, yeah. and I'm a big USC fan, we all know this, so I can go in on this a little bit. But yeah. why are you t- posting shit on Twitter like this, Vince? Can you just tell the people, since you're the Twitter master here, <laughs> what this clown is saying right now this is the most insane tweet i've ever seen um colin coward tweeted sources tell me lincoln riley for lincoln riley should have been a posh bs whatever his first ufc usc practice was flawless one observer noted some are calling it the greatest practice ever on a college campus in the words of alan iverson you talking about practice 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 <laughs> you talk about practice dude you talk about practice. What like what enticed him to tweet this? Why is he so excited about a practice? And why does he think that this would be mean anything for anything? Because he's just on the Urban Meyer hype train, and it's just oh, get him, get him likes, get him, get him Lincoln clicks. Riley. Get you don't him, have yeah. an Urban Urban Meyer fucking hype. Urban train. Riley, Urban Riley, <laughs> Lincoln Urban Riley. Riley, Urban Riley, Lincoln Riley hype train. <laughs> um. Well, God, I hope not. It's, I, I really pray as a USC fan, it's not that bad. But isn't that, yeah. <laughs> I will say this, that he's trying to ho- hype him up heavy. And beyond that, he has the platform to do it. And yeah, all these practice. boosters are probably on the cusp of like, giving money. And they're like, oh, okay, well, this is this might be the cusp. But, I mean, they're going to be good. They have too much talent yeah. not to be good. They got well, like they definitely eight star prospects, and like Caleb Williams is going there. And who's just... jacked about a practice? Like, wow, what, what does this do? What does this Colin do? Coward. I guess, yeah, he'll go on his show the next day and be like, "Listen, that practice was a next level. They're going to win the NCAA championship because of the practice." That practice slapped. That's so. Dumb. That's what he's gonna come in and say. That practice slapped. No, it's definitely crazy. And then what? What's also crazy? And and I can't believe we're talking about the WNBA. But Dude. Brittany Griner is being detained in Russia right now because she smoked a little marijuana's in the you know uh, homeland there, and <laughs> she decided it was a good idea to bring it with her through TSA. Probably not a good idea. Just saying, especially, you know, the climate of the world at that time in Russia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not really funny there. because she's she's like, you know, a prisoner currently. Um, but it's in. I read that headline and I thought it was the onion. I was like, this is no there's no way. So she was there for a couple of days without the ability to talk to anybody. She was just being detained. The U.S. Embassy in Russia has been giving consular access, consular access, and she's in good condition despite being held prisoner over a minor vape cartridge offense. What a place to be at this time in the world with a minor vape cartridge. I I didn't even technically say if it was marijuana. It might have just been a vape. (laughs) It's all a part of the 
it's all a part of the timeline of this whatever this is honestly yeah, I, <laughs> I urge everybody to watch the movie wag the dog and then tell me that this isn't the world we're living in right now it's just very odd uh <laughs> but she just seems like a, fu- a fucking puzzle piece or a pawn in this whole thing unfortunately uh i i do feel bad for her but we all have it's to understand just, yeah. that in the WNBA, their their salaries aren't anything like nuts. I mean, they get paid well, and she's a star in her yeah, respective right like in that league. Star, yeah, yeah, and she drops heavy points and all that good stuff. But I mean, her total pay is like maybe a quarter of a million dollars a year compared yeah. to the NBA, who yeah. these guys are making millions on minimums. Yeah. So they have to go and do this shit in order to continue to build their brand overseas, A, and then B, make more money, which doesn't suck. But still, a lot of the times these Russian teams or teams overseas will pay basically or match their salary for six months work, not even. Right. So a lot of times after the season's over, they'll go play overseas. It's just, oh, man. (laughs) That's not. Yeah, so hopefully she gets out of uh, detainment and she can come back to America. <laughs> and I don't think she's going to be going to Russia again. I'll say she's that. She's going to be used as a pawn. No, Probably. she'll go play in Spain or New Zealand or Australia anywhere. next year. Yeah. yeah, anywhere but Russia. Probably. I don't know. Well, like, what's the what's the appeal? Unless unless you're getting like major bag alert type money. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. To, she probably you want to play in Russia for seventeen million? <laughs> <laughs> Come play with us. We'll give you the money. Either that or you go to war in Ukraine. I feel like you can get better money in China. But what do Oh, in China, they love basketball. That, 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 to me, this is like the equivalent of going to play in like North Korea. Right like now, maybe. currently, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, the Rodman used to do that shit all the time. Yeah, but I mean, are we looking to him whack. as like the... I was going to say, he's not necessarily the... The we're moral looking at a, high ground <laughs> baseline of this, or what? Exactly. <laughs> we're looking at the alcoholic drug addict Dennis Rodman, former star. Yeah. No, okay, dude, he's the baseline for uh, you know humanitarian efforts. <laughs> well, speaking of the baseline, Vince, why don't we start breaking down about how all of our brackets are fucked due to yeah. these lovely peacocks? But go mm-hmm. fucking peacocks, dude. Go peacocks. Uh, really quick, my bracket is completely busted, as you said. Uh, Texas went down to Purdue in the round 32. Once again, blowing my Texas basketball championship dreams. Told you it wasn't going to happen. Hey, you were wrong first, though. So. Why? Because I had Tennessee and Baylor? Fuck off. Yeah, they got smirked. Uh, three still got Arizona. I still got Arizona for the record. There you go. They, they, I think I got one left, too. But I don't even really care. Oh, yeah, I do have one left. It's Arkansas, and they're playing Gonzaga, so we'll see how that goes. That might be a good game. Although I do um, hope Gonzaga loses because we did discuss this. They're always, like, ranked really high. And then they fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, fuck it up, fuck it up. And they will at some point. So Illinois, Auburn, Texas, and my final four, all of them are. The Miami Pubs Auburn, you were high on Auburn. They, I thought they were good. They had a really good defense. Uh, and it just... Like 27 points. Yeah, they got smoked. Yeah, Although, that was rough. That the was game rough. of games, though, in this entire series was St. Petersburg beating. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. I'm sorry. I think Florida. Petersburg. <laughs> I'm excited. I got Florida on the brain, bro. It's Hey-o. spring break time. Um, but for real, though, St. Peter's coming in, beating Kentucky. Huh? That was nuts. I mean, that was just the most insane game. And it's like just some random white dude 
Yep. Just dropping dimes from it's, behind yeah. the three-point line. Just Doug, man. Doug. My guy Doug Dougie Fresh. He just got an NIL deal with Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't know if you saw that. Did he? Yeah, is he it just the got Is that hairy ass, like, just creep nasty. stash that he's got? Yeah. I mean, they're it's like the Loyola. They're like uh, Davidson when staff came up. They're like, they're doing that thing. There's always, like, one high seed that ends up making it through. Um, it's it crazy. Down. So I, I never heard of St. Peter's in my life, and I know a lot of people haven't. Me either. Um, they're in Jersey City, New Jersey. Um and I guess their facilities are questionable at best. Like, I guess they're like philosophy classrooms right next to the gym. So sometimes they're too loud and get like yelled at for being too loud. Um, they've never made it to the round of 32, let alone the sweet 16 where they are this year. And they haven't been in the tournament in 11 years before this too. So this is definitely out of left field for their whole entire program. Um, I'm really happy for them. This is one of those situations where I just like want to see him go all the way. I know it's probably not going to happen. That usually runs out eventually, but come on, St. Peter's. Let's go. I'm rooting for him. Yeah. I'm rooting for the small town team out of Jersey, you know? Why not, man? It's the time. It's the time to be alive. You know, as Drake would say, what a time to be alive. So (laughs) Sweet 16 starts fresh out tomorrow. Let's get it moving. Ready for it. But I mean. Coming around. We'll talk about it again. Coming around town. But I mean, as always, NFL reigns king. Always. We got some amazing, amazing free agency slash trade news. Just so much ridiculousness going on right now in the NFL. I can't even seem to wrap my mind around it. But Deshaun Watson to the Browns. We've already discussed this a little bit, but I mean, man, this is just crazy. I didn't I mean, think it's just great. Browns. Last, I mean, last no, week we were like New Orleans or New Orleans or Carolina. Neither. <laughs> uh, it seemed like the Browns thing kind of lost steam and it was kind of just over. And I feel like that's kind of where we left off last Thursday. And all of a sudden it was just boom. Tom Watson's on the Browns. You're like, what the fuck? What's going to happen? There's like so many rippling effects to this. Um, I'm sure there's mixed feelings. I didn't think Cleveland, there was but... in hell he was going to the AFC. That's yeah, yeah. We talked about that in length too. I mean, like if I'm an if I'm an NFC team, I'm betting the bank on getting this guy. I'm giving him every dime I got. Chances are there is a high probability he's suspended for almost half the season. Could be, yeah. but six games. Okay, maybe not half, but damn near it. So that's why they bring in Jacoby Brissett and all this stuff. Baker publicly releases his statement saying, fuck you, I'm out, basically. Okay, they, all, all, that, was, that was fucking bullshit. They fuck, why they was were, it bullshit? That was such bullshit to him. Why? <laughs> I was so angry watching it happen. Well, because it was like they said, hey, we're done with you, basically. He's like, okay. Like They're like, look for a trade. Deshaun Watson said, I'm not coming to Cleveland. They're like, Baker's our guy. He's always been our guy. And he's like, fuck you. I want a trade. <laughs> And then Deshaun Watson came again, and then it was like it's all over again. Like they yeah, basically it's like, just the, like it's like no, I really like you. And then yeah. like her better option comes out of town, and then she's like, well, we're just she didn't friends. She got and ugly like, over the relationship. <laughs> uh, that's not how this works, right? Now and so no. yeah, then he's like, let me out still, and they're like, oh, fuck. I've already <laughs> seen all this. I've seen what I needed to see. I'm done. All right, they got, so let's they got move. copped out. They got copped out by Deshaun, honestly, because if he he's didn't going there for the money, bro. No, guaranteed $230 million guaranteed yeah. guaranteed he guaranteed guaranteed stupid yeah. get fully guaranteed it's not like the normal NFL contract that's just like 
oh, well, you know, the first two are guaranteed, and then we'll see. No, no, no. This whole thing is guaranteed. He's already the best quarterback that's ever played in Cleveland. We'll see. Think about it. Brian we'll Hoyer. Brian Hoyer is better. <laughs> You're forgetting who the fuck Bernie Kosar is, okay? All right. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm talking about like this. You can't iteration. forget the great Jewish quarterbacks of the NFL, and there is one just, of them. And uh, yeah. There's, yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, I was. I'm talking more so like the the second iteration of the Cleveland Browns. Um, the second iteration of the uh, of the key of the. Cleveland Browns was definitely not Tim Couch. Maybe a considerable second is definitely not. uh, What was that kid's name? Whedon? Whedon? Oh, Brandon Whedon. They drafted him like he was 27 when he got drafted. Oh, yeah. He was damn near 30, and they were like, (laughs) first round draft pick. Lock it in. And then Johnny Manziel, and then they were like, oh. Here's this five foot ten quarterback out of OU. Yeah, hmm. he's an alcoholic. We should probably No, that was Johnny. That was Johnny. Um you're I'm, oh, yeah. Baker's like all of five eleven. Oh, oh yeah. No, Baker. I thought I was talking about Johnny. Um, I mean the RG three got a year in there. I think Jason Campbell played for a year in there. <laughs> like it's just tough pickings for Cleveland. And they got their guy. And like like I said, there's gonna be mixed feelings no matter what your opinion is on this. It's going to be in the middle. People are going to like it. People are going to hate it. So it's going to be really, I don't know if the Browns need this right now, but it was kind of a position like they couldn't pass it up. So like they're well, just going to have to I mean, do it. For, for the first half of the year, they're going to suck. Jacoby Brissett's going to be their guy. My whole thing for now is, is like they've basically said, yeah, Baker, that's what you want to trade, but uh, no one's going to fucking want you anyway. So Right, exactly. They're going to, they're just... going to wait for a package. But I don't think they're going to get it because it's the right. same principle now. The The carousel here is over. The only teams left really are the Panthers and the Seahawks, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say Jameis is back. back. Oh, God. LASIK Jameis. It. I'm fucking jacked. I um, feel like they're going to bring in some competition for him regardless of the fact. They might, but I don't think they should because he's a god. Uh, he's not yeah, a god. It's the Seahawks where I think Baker yeah. probably will go. Because Carolina, I don't think anybody wants to touch that with a 15-foot stick. I'm not going to lie. Well, Baker needs to go somewhere where he can compete because he he likes to have this underdog narrative as the mm-hmm. first pick in the draft. I guess that makes you an underdog. He uh, was for so long before that happened. And Come I on. get it, but the, the mentality has to shift, and you just got to grow the fuck up and say. He's got it back, though. He's an underdog again. Yeah, he's the underdog again. I guess maybe you got to suck first. To you know, it's like I guess you got to see that it's dark outside hey, and see who's really with you. But he brought him to the playoffs and their first playoff win in fucking centuries. So good for him. I, I don't, get I'm not it, but it's not like he wasn't surrounded by amazing talent. That's true. Yeah, so. that's true. I mean, so now it's going to be the Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper hookup. I just think that the biggest thing to me is like. All right, you had Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Chubb. I mean, all Austin this amazing Hooper. talent. And, and Austin Hooper yeah. got paid, too. And now it's like... Dream Hunt, fucking... <laughs> I mean, you had all these people, and, and you made them look like shit. So after a certain point, like, who... I mean, OBJ goes to the Rams and is a freak. Yeah. I mean, the first half of that Super Bowl, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This guy's back, but if it wasn't, I, if it wasn't for his leg, then he would, he would have had an amazing game. Yeah, and and some people might say that you know there's another thing, but 
I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see. And, you know, to to bring up the Super Bowl and the team within the Super Bowl, if anybody sees what's going on right now with these guys out here in Cincinnati, they just yep. signed an entire offensive line. Like, no joke. And the entire mean, right side is signed. And I'm like, holy shit, they listened. It's, you they, know, I mean, it's amazing to see to. A, franchise, a franchise that's like, oh, we have a, a glaring needs. We go and address them fascinating i'm thinking about baseball can't think about baseball vince we're talking about footballs what the fuck is wrong with you you just reminded me of the chicago white Sox. um get your head glaring needs glaring needs and not signing people yeah yeah josh harrison eat a dick Um, hey man (laughs) he's all right uh so where do you think baker goes baker to me winds up on the Seahawks eventually either that or they release him and the Steelers sign him. And Mitch is like, Hey, no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. It's Mitch is like, Wait Mitch is hey. hey guys quit it. You told me I'm good. He's <laughs> quit it. He got a bag though. Up. So he's probably cool with it. He got $8 million. He's on like a, he's on a lease deal. I'm just saying, eight mil is nothing to squint an eye I'm about. I'm not saying in the NFL, that's like borderline okay. Either that or like Baker goes to like, I don't know, Sean McDermott in, uh, what do you call it? No, not Sean McDermott, Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. No, not Buffalo. Oh, goes to New York? Maybe, yeah, maybe he goes to New York. That's the one. Yeah. Dable, our guy Dable. Maybe he goes to Dable. And, you know, because Danny Dimes isn't a guy. No, God, no. So maybe you give up like a fifth round draft pick and get his ass in there and say, okay, let's see what he can do. He can't see over the line, but let's see what he can do. <laughs> hey, it works for some people. Who knows? Maybe a nice little change of uh, location will be good for him. Oh, who knows? I think it, I think it will be. And I mean, crazier news here. He's not horrible. It, he's not horrible. No. He was injured for most of the year last year. He's not horrible. Like he'll he'll be serviceable. He's just not going to be amazing. No, no, absolutely. So, yeah, bro, I feel as if that it's, it's definitely one of these situations where I think the craziest news of this entire week was Devontae Adams getting traded. Who would have thunk it? That was insane. I, I've i always loved Devontae Adams a lot. The fact that he's not on the new – or not on the new – not on the Green Bay Packers is Not on the awesome. new Bay Packers? Yeah, I was going to say New England Patriots because they pissed me off too. Um the fact that he's not on the Packers makes me happy. I know that pisses you off a lot because your boys are losing over wide receiver, but I'm pretty happy right now. <laughs> Vince, listen, I'm happy about it too. Regardless, nice. more surprised than I am unhappy. I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. That came out of nowhere. Like, wait. So this to me just shows that they brought him a deal, which they did say, we will make you the highest paid receiver in football. Yeah. And he was like, mm, boys, I'm over it. And I Must, feel as I mean, they, they missed the boat on him. They should have paid him last season. They should have just been like, you know, they, what? or maybe Let's they have it. Well, they tried for They've tried franchise to tag him too. So he's like, but what that's the fuck? Not, I told you I wasn't going to do this, dude. These guys are like fucking prima donnas. They are legit like fucking babies. They <laughs> want what they want and they want it now. And if they don't get it, they're like, well, fuck it. I'm done. I mean, that guy deserves it though. In my opinion. I'm not. Oh, he's, he, he he's deserves easily it the best receiver all day long. Easily. Actually, Cooper Cup's talking to him now, but still, he's like, right, he still is. He's better than Cooper Cup. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying he's Cooper Cup's getting closer day by day. But 
Yeah. yeah. I, I don't... It seems like it was so... There's was a such whole a wild like, thing here of feet and separation and like... Yeah. yeah, don't get me wrong. Cooper Cup, you know, he has a great... It, but it just Dude, Devontae's he had been that good for that Maybe the best receiving season of all time last week, last season. Well, Devontae Adams had like five. So, I mean, <sighs> you can't... Right. I mean, you just can't <laughs> say that. And like, yeah, okay, didn't, let's didn't not... Mean hurt you. Didn't mean to talk shit about your boy like that. <laughs> Shut up, Vince. I'm saying he's really fucking good, okay? And, and I've watched <laughs> this motherfucker dismantle my football team yeah. for legitimately five years straight with this other asshole, number 12, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And you know what? To be perfectly honest, I'd love to see the look on Packers fans' faces. It's like, yeah, okay, so you paid prima donna himself, Aaron Rodgers, and you lost the other prima donna that you were hoping to keep in the town. It's just not It's just not feasible. You're Rogers, not going to be able to keep both. I'm happy that Devontae Adams got signed. I think he needed to. I thought it was beautiful what happened. Rodgers. Get him out of the division. Chef's Rogers, kid. Right, exactly. Rodgers is getting paid so much. He's like half the salary cap right now. Like it's, he doesn't have any receivers anymore. He's losing some guys. Like he's probably going to like right now. They're just like, bring back uh fucking MVS and just see if that goes well. They don't really have anything going on right now. It's great for me, but as far as a team aspect for them, they are kind of screwed right now. They're not screwed. What they're probably going to do is trade up and see if they can get the best receiver in the draft. Who that is, I have no idea. But but the problem is, it's just like... It's not going to be Devontae there's, there's no proven commodity in an NFL draft, and, and that's the issue with this whole thing, always. So how this shakes out for Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. A lot of people said that he was aware that this was going to happen when he signed. So to me, it's like, clearly, bro, you just wanted to get paid. He's cash, yeah. Yeah, you wanted to get paid, and you don't really care about the wins and the losses. Which, is, which just... would be sweet. <laughs> well, I'd laugh my ass off if, like, the fucking Vikings win the division because, let's face it, it's the not Bears are not winning the, the division. Right, exactly, and either the not. Lions. But it's not out of the question that the Vikings could win it. Yeah, and we the have Bears a whole the best. Bears. We have a whole fucking Bears corner last week, and the guy that they signed fucking pit misses his physical. <laughs> yeah. It fails his fucking physical. Like they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna give this guy forty million. Wait a minute, he's too fat. He can't. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> I think it was like his injury didn't end up uh, healing as well as it should have. So, that well, you been know, the case in disguise. But we went in on that. We're like, this looks good. This is a good idea. Blah blah. I learned blah. how to no, say his goddamn last good. name. Why and did I learn how to say his name? Jobi, no Kajobi, whatever. Oh, hey, no, no, no Jenobi. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's it's bad, dude. It's bad regardless, and it's just like not to it's squirrel just... here, but we're not winning a division anytime soon. No. So I mean, the Vikings mm-hmm. might have a shot. Yeah. Um, Kirk to go Cuts. to the Raiders though. To go to the Derek Raiders is. though. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams played together at Fresno. Mm-hmm. They're back together. Do they have the best receiving squad in the league right now? Not only did they play together at Fresno State, they were roommates. And then they were roommates. <laughs> Vine <laughs> reference. <laughs> Vine reference is so correct. Vine classic. Vine <laughs> yeah, oh my god, and they were roommates. <laughs> so <laughs> So with all of that being said. Okay, roommates, two. And then they fucking buy houses next to each other, so they might as well be roommates again. They're boys. And They're I boys. love that, because I love Derek Carr, and I hope so, that he has so a good who, season. 
So who they got? They got Devontae. They got the other. Who's the Hunter white Renfro. kid? Oh, man. Beast. Not not excited about him. Darren Waller. Darren Waller. Hunter, Hunter Renfro's marginal. He's like, Hunter he can't run fast, but somehow year. he gets open. Yeah, and that, he's that very like early Danny Amendola slash Edelman. Slash Wes Welker, you gonna put him in there too? What are those three guys? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I got you. They're scrappy, small white wide receivers, <laughs> and they all kind of do the same thing. But Hunter Renfro was a very big difference maker last year, especially in like longer, longer drives. So I think that could be good because I mean Devontae is gonna take most of those, most of the throws now at least. And Darren Waller was getting like eighty percent of the throws last year. So I mean, space Darren Waller, between those Darren three. Waller's. Darren Waller is a freaking nature. Darren oh, yeah. Waller is arguably one of the best tight ends in football. Period. He's a power forward playing tight end. Really? That's what he looks he's, like when he's out he's there. He looks freak. like a basketball player. He's a freak. He's an absolute freak. I mean, in my opinion, that is somebody who got every opportunity to not come back in the league, and now he's yep. coming back in the league. So he's and proven he's a name for himself. Every, yeah, he's made he's made use of every opportunity he's had as well. No, I agree. I agree. I think that this is a team defensively I do have concerns about, although the Chandler Jones thing is sick. Yeah. Absolutely I like disgusting. It. I like it. Oh, also on the Packers, Darius Smith isn't in, isn't there anymore either. And he was like their defensive boy. Who's so that? There's Zadarius Smith. Oh, Zadarius Smith? I thought that he's gonna sign with the Vikings. No, that's what I'm saying. He's not on the Packers anymore. They lost that guy too. Oh, it's okay. We're, rough. we're, we're back rough to the Packers. There. I was just saying it. I just it just dawned yeah. on me while that happened. So he's not on the Packers either. So good riddance, Green Bay. Okay. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is not there for their wide receiver ones. Aaron Rodgers loses Devontae Adams. Pat Mahomes loses Tyreek Hill to the Dolphins today. Wild. What a great transition. You know, we thought we had it fucked up, but we're good. We're yeah, no, good, but we're back. Nothing we're happened, back. Really. Nothing happened. Nothing happened, and we're back. Yeah. So listen, the State Farm guys got effed in the A, needless <laughs> to say. And today, it all comes out to Tyreek Hill out of the bloop. Now I'm good. I don't want to be here no more. And Andy Reid's like, well, I'm not fucking paying you a little ass. He's like, all right, Kevin Hart, hit the fucking bricks. And then... He winds up trading them for fucking five draft picks. And I'm like, yeah. what? I mean, yeah. is this overpaying for this grade of wide receiver that is really codependent upon his quarterback, a.k.a. the strongest arm in the NFL? Because let's face it, Tua is not Patty Mahomes. <laughs> no, and not even close. It, I mean, five draft picks seems like a lot, yeah. It's a it's one first and one second, and then you get a fourth, a fourth, and a sixth. So like, yeah, it seemed like a lot, but I don't. If he's really good for them, then cool. Because he got he. I mean, he signed a four year, hundred and twenty million dollar extension, seventy two point two of that is guaranteed. So like, he wanted to get paid just like Devonte did. I think they saw our boy uh, Christian Kirk eighty four. We're not trying to get that or eighty two or whatever the fuck it was. I think they just he just they just want to get their money, man, and that was just the way. For the record, go. 
$84 million. $84 and, million. And, and I mean, to think that Christian Kirk is setting the fucking market for wide receivers this offseason is like, huh? It's That's Christian why, Kirk. Right. That's why those two are like, fuck this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on? But I mean, would okay, listen. Would you rather make $120 million or make, you know, 18 mil a year, which isn't anything to shake your stick at? Right. And go to a Super Bowl and get all the monies because your boy's Patty Mahomes and you get all the pe- like you get all the press deals and you get all this good shit. And you get paid extra during uh yeah. games, so Right. So it's like, what's the pen? I don't know. Personally, I'd much rather win because that's the competitor of me, but maybe the Jupiter. Ju- I don't know, man. This win. <laughs> like technically. what what do the Chiefs do now? I mean, do they go sign a Jarvis Landry? Do they go sign somebody? I'm surprised the Chiefs weren't like, okay, give us Jalen Waddle. Or yeah, give I, us yeah. somebody. It's just well, yeah, I mean, they got Juge now as their one. Give us Devonte Smith, and we'll get like right. Come to the well, yeah, but I mean, isn't that kind of counterintuitive with the whole picking up wide receiver to get rid of one? But you like, have Jalen Waddle and Tyree Hill now. That's yeah. nasty. Speed, baby, and Gisicki. oh, top speed. <laughs> and oh, Gesicki, Listen, I've had him on my fantasy team for three years in a row now, and I'm very disappointed. So Hayden Hurst is my next pickup. So is anybody this... in the league? Is this situation for the Dolphins now kind of what the Browns were two years ago? I just don't know what Tua's going to be, man. And Tua shows signs of it, and then he shows other signs. Really, you see what I'm saying? No, I mean like Chase Edmonds, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Parker's still on that team. Jalen Waddle. I, I I do like the Chase Edmonds signing and David Octajobi or whatever the hell his name is. He resigned. He's an, out of, he's an out of the backfield. He's a pass catcher. Chase Edmonds is made for that kind of shit. Only problem is they all got to go left now. <laughs> well, I know, and that's what I've always said about lefty quarterbacks. The whole offense needs to shift. Yeah. The whole thing needs to shift, and, you know, I don't know how this is all going to work, but the defense I do have concerns about because you had Flores in there mm-hmm. running a great D, and they were consistent, and they were strong, and that was, like, the focal point. But now you got an offensive coach. Loves pot. Oh, he's a big weed guy. Big lights, light smoking the like smoking the green, but and and he's cool. He seems like a decent dude. And, all right, good for you. Maybe he unlock something. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. I just don't necessarily see this as being the answer. I would have much rather drafted a wide receiver than go pay all this money for Tyreek Hill. I think they just wanted something that they felt was a sure thing, but I don't know if it is because Pat Mahomes is throwing the ball to him. And speaking of Pat Mahomes. Now he doesn't have Tyreek. He has Juju. He doesn't have Byron Pringle anymore. He has, so it's like, what? It's Juju, Josh Gordon, Kelsey, obviously. There's not a lot going on anymore after that. Listen, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I mean, he's got Miko Hardman. Miko Hardman's actually halfway decent, and he's also no, he a is. burner. Yeah, you're right. Yes, as fuck. So technically, Miko Hardman's actually going to take the slot role which Tyreek right. played so well. So, I mean, he is also a speed threat, and chances are they'll look at drafting a guy like uh, a, a Schwartz out of Auburn um, coming out this year who will be an absolute burner. Yeah. I mean, you have to understand, there were five guys this period of the combine that ran sub-4-4-40s. Four, four yeah. Five. Quick. 
So, I mean, there's speed in this draft at wide receivers. So they're, they're kind of probably looking at like, well, fuck it. We'll just draft one. Yeah. We'll just kind of duplicate that same principle. And maybe he'll be taller. Maybe he'll have better hands. Who knows? You know, maybe he may not be as elusive, but who's to say that? So I, I don't, I think, I mean, who do you, who do you think is the winner of this trade? Overall, how about we do this fun game? Let's break down the NFL trades right now. Yep. And let's say who are the winner of these trades, right? Okay. So let's start with Devontae. Okay. Yep. Let's start with Devontae and the Packers. Okay. So the Packers get a one and a two for Devontae Adams. Who won the trade? The Raiders. A hundred percent. Okay. Let's go back. Now, we got Deshaun Watson. They yep. give up every draft pick and under the sun. I don't even know all the picks, but they gave up a lot for Deshaun yep. Watson. Who won the draft? Who won the trade? Technically, the Texans. <laughs> In a weird way, yeah, they kind of yeah. did because he wasn't going to play there. Term, next, next three years, the Browns won. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, so technically, we could say the Browns might be a better opportunity to win. Yeah. Now we also have one. Here's a dark horse that people aren't looking at. Mm-hmm. Fucking Matt Ryan gets traded to the Colts. Huge. Third draft pick. Yeah. Third round draft pick. I I saw this shit coming. I was like, whoa. So uh, who's the winner of this trade? Here, let's throw a third element in here. And then the yep. Falcons go out and say, ah, oh, we want Marcus Mariota. <laughs> and you're like, well, that's ballsy. Jo- Josh Rosen versus Marcus Mariota. Quarterback camp. <laughs> Quarterback camp. Let's go. Oh, Lord. We're going to win some Super Bowls. Oh, man. Uh, that was a wild choice. Maybe Baker goes there. I forgot. I honestly forgot about that for a moment because it happened when I was on the plane. But I, I mean, the Colts obviously win that trade. Um, the only thing with them is this is their what fourth quarterback four years, right? So they so, traded. Basically, what they did was is they traded Carson Wentz for a third round draft pick, and then they traded that same third round draft pick to the fucking Falcons for a better quarterback. For Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan was like, this is the only place I want to go. And they, they, they gave him the benefit of the hour. We traded Great spot it. For him. I just don't know how Matt Ryan fits there. And then what if, okay, does Julio Jones go there now? That's what I was Julio thinking. Jones say, like, hey, I'm, I'm going back and play with my boy. We got a wicked running game. We got an offensive line. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. I mean, and again, a really good defense, too. I mean, they lost their defense coordinator, obviously, to the Bears. But Bears. we got a good defense, too. So, um, I mean, I, I think the Colts are going to be pretty good. I think uh, – I think they kind of needed a Matt Ryan last year to get to the playoffs. So the defense fucked him over, but I'm telling you. Um, so I don't, I mean, yeah, I like that move for the Colts. I think they're going to make it to the playoffs, but that Falcons don't make any sense. The way they're ran is just so con- fucking confusing to me. It doesn't make any so sense. So fucking confusing for me. Those are one word. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> fucking confusing. I'm so confused. Oh, God. It's like me trying to plan an engagement. Anyway, <laughs> I would say this. Thanks, baseball. Anyways, um, this is definitely something that we'll have to continue to monitor as the offseason progresses. The Bears right now, I'm just like, okay, you signed another average offensive wait, lineman. Wait, but who wins, the Dolphins or the Chiefs? Mm. I think that's the most. I think long-term the Chiefs win this trade. I don't see a scenario how the Dolphins win this trade. I just don't. Yeah. I mean, if, if you treat just... it for like a quarterback or like the next – 
whatever. But the Chiefs now, they just get an opportunity to get rid of some payroll. They get an opportunity to rebuild through the draft because you get a haul. You get a first round pick. Okay, go draft a fucking safety. They're a dime a dozen, and they're usually really good in the second, the third, fourth round. I know it's just so, once you start getting rid of those like dynamic players, like one after another, when you're going to draft, you're like, Edger I'm, has not been dynamic he since was he did to the when Chiefs. they won the Super Bowl. That was, was three super, and a half years ago, and no was, one gives a shit. He was on the Chiefs, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Once you start getting Justin rid of those, like Bieber, Austin Mahone, sooner or later, nobody gives a shit, Vince. Okay, <laughs> I'm dude. So, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Once you start Justin having Justin Timberlake, Backstreet Boys, sooner or later, Vince, nobody gives a shit. Once you got to fill all those holes, we will see what happens. It's going to be difficult for them to be drafting guys that are trying to take the spot of Tyreek Hill, take the spot of guys that were essential to that team, and they're going to have to move forward. I mean, Pat Mahomes is going to obviously play for a long time, and they're not going to be incredible the whole time, but I'm just saying. What's, it's, what's, it's what's the first thing that's been in that sentence? What do they got to fill? Holes. That's what she said. All right, let's move on to some uh, let's, let's move. office. Michael Scott. Uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, time will prove. But at the end of the day, you know, looking at the Chicago Bears and what they did for Khalil Mack, eh, they lost that trade. So very similar principle. They gave up a very dynamic player. Don't get me wrong, but for a fuck ton of draft capital with the best quarterback in the NFL. Still a fair amount of talent surrounding him, so still not yeah. going to suck. Let's put it that way. They're still going to be in the mix. Still going to be I, in the mix. In that division, too, it's like, oh, I don't know if they're right. winning it, but we'll see. <laughs> no, Joey B's going back all the way, bro. No, Bengals the division. I'm, I'm talking... Uh, Who that? I'm talking Denver. I'm talking now that the Raiders are better. There's a lot of good teams. The Chargers are still a good team. So it's like, you know, maybe they're just like, hey, maybe we we'll, we step down a little bit here. We kind of retool while those teams are getting good again, and then we'll come back with vengeance. So we'll see what happens. I'm not sure. Time will tell. Coming back with vengeance. We want to know why, Vince? Why? Because they're vengeance. Um <laughs> Oh, man, I am on one tonight. Um, The Bulls, let's just talk about how much of an epic disappointment this has been the last three weeks to a month. Yeah, they're 3-7 uh, and seven in the last 10 games. Yeah, it's bad. Although they did beat the Raptors the other night, so props. Yeah, we wouldn't have been saying it like that like two months ago, <laughs> which is which is no, a telltale sign. Raptors tonight, so all right. So yes. all right, let's After keep yesterday, the, the Bulls are officially 0-16 against teams in the top four seeds which has caused concern. Lonzo Ball is out for the rest of the season. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it, there's trouble of brewing. I mean, they're still this the fifth seed. such a buzzkill. Such a buzzkill. They're still the fifth seed. Anything can happen. I've always been saying that, I'm trying to stay positive, but it's just not looking great. Yeah, they're done. It's looking hey. like they're going to get bounced in the first or second round of the playoffs. Likely. And it's, you know, you just hope that they don't have to get to a point where they're, you know, Onto the play in, you know, play in tournament. That's that's yeah. where I worry because Only they're a like, games, it might be out of reach. We'll see. They're out of touch and they're also maybe out of time as yeah. uh, Daryl Hall once said. But what is interesting to, to look at here is just more so concerning uh, is Lonzo Ball is yeah. been out for months now and yep. had uh, a scope on his right or left knee. I forget. Yep. 
and they're basically saying that he is not progressing and this is not a good sign. And the, the next thing is, is okay, you cut him open again. Now what? And that's also another issue. So at what go through off season rehab, like real off season, long time rehab, dude, build the muscle. All right. all right. There's no muscle here. It's cartilage. I'm just saying times out of 10, you get a scope. It's cartilage. I had this procedure done when I was 17 years old. And for okay. some people, you know, it takes like four weeks for other people. It takes eight for me. I was on the shitty side of that stick. It took eight, but I got my strength back. I mean, I still squat buses. So it's like, mm-hmm. With that being said, you know, I recovered from that. I'm not saying I'm a professional athlete, but it's still concerning hey, because I've had this procedure. Yeah. You're damn right. <laughs> you should see these quads. I'm just saying. Anywho. Jeez. Beating <laughs> <laughs> up on her. Anyway, um, what I will say is that this is something to pay attention to because without Lonzo on the defensive side of the court, we are all sorts of F-U-C-K. Yeah. And... I don't know. Caruso's back. Pat, Pat Williams, Williams is back. But I just don't know the value. What is What value does Pat Williams bring? Oh, defensive stopper. Long man. He's got a decent J. He's going to be on minutes is, restriction. Is, is he, is he going to card Joel Embiid? I will try. <laughs> I mean, oh, you fuck. know what we're doing. We're, this is the sandlot right now, brother. I mean, listen, I'm just saying it. it just doesn't look good, and I feel as if the Bulls are – they did have a shot this year. Their window slowly closing, and you know everybody's like Demar Derozan, Demar Derozan. Yeah, but Demar Derozan had like a lightning in a bottle month, two months. Hey, no, it was the first. It was the first half of the season, basically. It's there. It's the Sandlot right now. They're going to be playing against really good teams. You just hope they can scrap it up enough to get some wins in there. It's not going to. It's certainly not like expected. It's pretty rough looking at it right now, but you know maybe they're just waiting to peak. Kids are square, Betty. Kids are square. Said maybe Sandlot. They're, maybe they're just gonna peak at the right time. That's all I'm saying. I hope it is. That's just my depressing positive outlook right now because I got nothing else to say about them. That's what she said. All right. You're teeing them up nice for me tonight. I hate it. I hate it. Well. Yeah, why don't why don't you talk about LeBron James? Because I just yeah. really don't want to talk about him. We okay, we don't love him as a pod, but you know, there's we got to You got to show respect when respect is is earned and deserved. I have to respect the damn thing, Vince. He deserves it. LeBron James passed Carl Malone all time points. Carl Malone, famous pervert, famous pervert. If there's one person I hate more than LeBron James, is definitely Carl Malone, big old pervert. So, uh, yeah, happy that he passed him at all time points. Barring a healthy season next year, he should pass Kareem with a 20-point average, which is pretty big because a lot of, like, when it was happening, and obviously it was a long time ago when it happened, but a lot of people are like, this is not going to be met again. And LeBron James isn't necessarily known as a scorer in his career, so, I mean, you got to give him kudos. Uh, he's tied for the most points per game in the NBA this year. At 37 years old, tied f- to win the scoring title with Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic, who are both MVP candidates, at 29.8 points per game. Nothing to bat an eye about, man. Pretty crazy. I really dislike him and believe he is always and for will ever be the South bitch. So, <laughs> right, but that's you, all I got. Like, 
It's just, it's true. I mean, the he guys plays around a group of flunkies that are a bunch of has-beens, and he knew what he was doing when he signed them all to the team because he wanted to look as if he's the guy. So you sign Westbrook, and then you sign Mello. Hey, and Davis, sign all... Davis was to come in and take his spot. Who? Anthony Davis. Did it work out? No. Yeah, Anthony Davis was supposed to be a guy that was going to like take the crown, but he don't want right. to work for that. He wants nope. to make his millions and chill with his unibrow. So... You know, do all that good stuff. I th- you know, I don't shout know. out to LeBron I, James. I don't love him at all, but shout out to no. him because that no means, dude, out. No. it is it is a record that a lot of people didn't think was going to be broken. And goddamn, if he's not second place right now from a guy who always has always been, oh, he's a great passer. He's a, you know, you got. I'm giving him credit because he deserves it. So, well, the Lakers suck. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't. That's his I only motivation really right now. <laughs> <laughs> the scoring title is literally his motivation right now. There's no other thing way to play for. They're 31 yeah. and 39. They're 10. He's going to end up somewhere else next year. Either that or he's going to retire for a year, wait for Bronny Jr. to come out, which who knows if that's going to happen, and go from there. Yeah. I mean, he's he's the man's got to get the scoring title. Um, Zion's thick ass is dunking again. Did you see that video? Yeah, I've never seen a... Uh... I've never seen an offensive lineman dunk before, but damn. <laughs> he's he's looking uh, trimmer than he was a couple months ago. Um, but the crazy part about it is thick. Yeah, that boy's thick. That boy <laughs> he is. Thick. He's a big boy. Uh, but he went up and dunked it. He did like a windmill. It was sick. Um, the floor <laughs> just like completely morphed down and came back up when he landed. <laughs> And the internet was going wild. This guy's poor knees, man. This guy's I mean, his knees aren't gonna last if he's damn near three hundred bills. That's the scare, right? Like you kinda have to be worried. Like I know the Pelicans, like they're they're being really careful with this because he's a big fucking boy and he's doing explosive ass shit. Um, I learned that the NBA layers has like layered floors for like rehab courts that reduce wear and tear. So that's why it was morphing up and down. So he wasn't just like too big for the floor. Um, but this is a concern for that team. I don't like the Zion hype coming out of college was so aggressive. And then it kind of just this shit starts happening. And there's a lot of time left in the future for him. Um, I just want to see him playing again because he was efficient as shit when he was playing. But my guy just needs to lay off the crawfish for a bit. No, he had a half season where he found baguettes and, <laughs> and then they're fucked. So it's like, well, more like, yeah. more like beignets, dude. Beignets, <laughs> there we go. My bad. <laughs> I, I knew it was close to a baked good. It's, Shut it's up, Vince. Anyway. It's French. Anyways, it's French. It's close. <laughs> Not from these parts. Anyways, <laughs> Zion is a impeccable athlete. Always has been. I do believe that he is a smidge underweight and needs to lay off Over. the cake. Uh, <laughs> Over. Way overweight. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's not even funny. So time to uh, time to get him on a little keto action and I let's think, move. I think he's doing I think he hired his own guy. And now I think they're doing some really aggressive shit because he's trying to get back. You know, the Stairmaster is a mother, but it, it works. So let's It'll, go. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And then uh, also randomly, Damian Lillard's also announced out for the year as well as Zion. Why? Uh, He had a nagging Zion injury as well. Shows him dunking and then he's like, ah, I'm out. Zion or, or Zion, Zion said that yeah. he's he's like this, but I'm going to dunk. Yeah. And he's, just he's, showing out, people okay. that he's, he's just showing people that he is getting better. Um, And then also Ben Simmons... <laughs> 
Ben Simmons has a um, meniscus thing going on. I made sure I looked it up. For, I made oh, sure I looked on. it up for you. I made sure I looked it up for you this week. Fucking sh- <laughs> I just can't right now with this fucking guy. Ben Simmons, let's go. He's trash. Here's other news. This is breaking news, okay? Yeah. New York has recently come out and said they're going to dial back their COVID restrictions. Oh. Yep. So that herniated means disc. sorry, herniated disc. Sorry. Yeah. Herniated his ass. Anyway. <laughs> go on. To go to the Nets, to talk about the Nets and actually what matters, Kyrie is going to get the opportunity to play home games again. And this is a bad, bad sitch for every team in the East. Because he's now. Oh, dude, when him and KD get together, watch out, bro. It's going to so be nasty. I wish dope. I was a Nets fan. It's so fun to watch. <laughs> like, good for you guys. I mean, I'm not even mad. Right. I mean, two of the best ball players in the world on the same team. They did this for a reason. Three, what about Ben? Don't. Don't. Do not. <laughs> ben Simmons, Mike, dude. Do... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. There's no way in hell. You've never said no. anything nice to him ever. No, and I wouldn't. Nope. That's the only thing he did was date a Kardashian. So <laughs> maybe that's it. why I also don't like him. But I do love Kanye, though. But whole other topic for a whole other day. <laughs> that's going to be on a uh, pop culture pod. Pop culture pod. <laughs> we'll do, just do a whole pod of pop culture one day. No, this is definitely something that is something to monitor, not only for players who play baseball, but yeah, basketball. Aaron Judge, he's coming back. I mean, just an absolute freak show. And so he is not vaccinated either. So good. And good. Anthony Rizzo. So all of them it will be able to play more Vince because there's a war going on in Ukraine. You didn't hear? I'm just saying. None of that Kyrie, shit matters anymore. Now we got other stuff to worry about, like cyber attacks and like all this other good shit they're starting to talk about. As of now, today, Kyrie can play. As of today, Aaron Judge can play, I guess, because it's outside. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. Disclaimer. God. Did you see that Yusuf Nurkic got fined 40K for confronting a fan for throwing a phone? Really? Yeah, so his fan was yelling at Portland Trailblazers Center, Yusuf Nurkic. He said, your mom is trash and your grandmother's a bitch. And his grandma died of COVID in 2020. What? So, and I don't know if the fan knew that, but Yusuf Nurkic got pissed, walked up to him, took the guy's phone, and yeah, don't talk about my mama. Right, exactly. And he got fined, especially some big ass Eastern European dude. That's what I'm saying, big boy. Why would you even dare talk shit to Drago? That's what I'm saying. I must break you. (laughs) Um, And I thought it was funny. So, big cat. He dies. He dies. Shot to part of my take. Big cat said that you should have one one time per year you're allowed to just beat the shit out of one fan. <laughs> one fan. <laughs> totally true. I agree and with that. I Big agree with that. And so does Matt Barnes. And I was dying when I saw that. Of course that Matt kid, Barnes agrees. That kid deserves, yeah, exactly. That kid deserves to get his ass beat by a seven-foot-tall Eastern European Good old Matt Barnes. Shout out to him. Um, but, yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy. Uh, and that kind of follows up with the whole thing that happened tonight. At the Miami Heat Golden State Warriors game. So Jimmy Butler is arguing with Eric Spolstra on the bench. Um, Spolstra basically yelling back at him says, What do you want me to do? Fucking fight you? Question mark. Udonis Haslam stepped in. He was basically t- going back forward with Jimmy. Spolstra threw a clipboard on the ground, pissed off, yelling at each other. Tensions appeared to subside. 
The Heat kind of came back. It was a one-point game, but they ended up losing. Pretty fucking nuts. <laughs> Pretty nuts. Jimmy's been toxic since he left Chicago, and I feel like he should have never have gotten shipped out of Chicago because he would have been the guy to build it around. Yeah. And looking back on things right now, you know, having Jimmy in the building wouldn't suck. Wow. And if the Bulls could have just stuck it out with Jimmy, that would have just been great. And he's just one of the best offensive players in the league, period. He's just fantastic. He can shoot. He can distribute. He can do whatever you need yeah. him to do. He's a Swiss yeah. Army man. Two-way guy. He got a little big in his head. I mean, because a couple of years ago also, he was in practice saying, none of you can fucking guard me when he was on a 76 or so. Yep. Which is um, maybe true. <laughs> ben no said he's guarding him. <laughs> hundred percent. I mean, like, for real. He said, none of y'all can fucking guard me. And he kept yeah. calling everybody soft. So. Mm-hmm. I kind of love him in a weird way because he really gets. I the, love him. If he wasn't he, on the heat, I would love him more. I mean, no pun intended. Like he gets the heat going a little bit here, but it's uh, <laughs> He's heating everything up. <laughs> he gets shit heated. So who knows? This either makes him better or drives him apart. Uh, hey, if they win the game, if they win the game, then this is like a, it was a fiery effort and everybody got yeah, excited. But they lost the game. They lost. They lost the game. If they win the game, then it's like, it's like, you know, it's like, it, it's narrative it's narrative it depends on how it goes yeah. yeah it's like it's like the nfl when instead of if a player agrees to the franchise tag they placed it if a player doesn't agree with the franchise tag they slapped it right mm-hmm. so same kind of thought process as to how they want to twist it and make it seem as if who's bad who's good but spolstra is no bullshit and he's been there forever and i mean shit he's know. one of the probably maybe the second best coach in the league right now after pop you got to give him it but yeah, Pop's days are over. I mean, right, Tim Duncan is gone. Tony Parker's gone. Dejounte Murray. Who? Uh, oh? Dejounte Murray. He's a fucking boss. Seattle uh, made Dejounte Murray. The rest Spurs, of the team isn't shit. Spurs aren't gonna be anything good anytime soon. Pop's gonna retire soon. It's already. He just it's wants to there. get. He wants to get the most wins in franchise history, and then he's out. Deuces he's out. Or not franchise history, NBA history. Hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Time will tell. He's heating up. The playoffs are coming. You know we're going to have all those playoff talks, and hopefully the Bulls are in it the whole time, and that's my optimism of the day, friends. Well, I'm more optimistic about another sport, Vince. You want to know you? what sport that is? What? Baseball. Because it's back. And I'm just so excited to see. Like, let's go. I just love it. There's nothing I get more angry about and more passionate about than Major League Baseball. I'm just happy to watch the, the the just baseball again. You know, it's live. It's like okay, I have something to look forward to now Coming this back. spring. Coming back, let's go. Well, the good thing about this is that there's nothing really going on with spring training besides spring training. So we get to talk about all the bullshit that's happening around the league right now. Um, so I thought this was finalized already, but the PA and the owners agreed on some finalized rules. First thing is they're bringing the second base ghost runner back for 2022. No. Why? Fuck if I know. Fuck if I know. Oh, it doesn't come make any on. goddamn sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's so dumb. I thought they, were, I thought they all agreed that this is not going to happen. Me too, dude. <laughs> That's what I thought too. That was the conversation, but I guess uh, there was like some stuff on the back and they had to finalize. Whatever it may be. It was just. That's some shit. I've always been saying. That, so we, we discussed this last week. This is so fucking reckly softball bullshit. I know. It's like meet me by the bike rack. And that, I mean, at the very least, like bring it in in the 12th inning, you know, play two more innings. If it doesn't go in, then it's like, yeah. all right, cool. You don't Even have to. Even then it's lame. Yeah. 
No, I'm with you, but it's kind of just like they're trying to shorten games. These are which the I greatest can't. athletes in the world. Yeah. Like, for real, though. They don't need help. I think they're trying to avoid, like, pitcher or, like, first baseman's pitching and shit, but that's kind of fun. I find it endearing, so I don't know. It's Make a pitch clock, people. Yeah. Yeah. But they did come up with another rule, too, which I kind of like. They called it the Otani rule, um, and it's basically a pitcher can remain in as DH if he's pulled from the mound. So, like, really it only works for Otani because that means he can just go. He's and, the only pitcher who's going to hit anyway. Yeah, but it'll it'll make kind of a it's – a, it's a precedent. So if someone else were to come and do it, they can do it too. But no one can, you know. I kind of like it. In my mind, I kind of wish that you can do this with any position because that's kind of how it should be then. Because everybody has right. a DH. Both why is it so subjective? Why is it so why subjective? Is, right. Like, why can't the second baseman move to DH? He's, like, the move? only player that's ever done this since, like, Babe Ruth. Yeah. And, I mean, I like it because it's it's better for the entertainment of the game. Like, I think he should be able to come in and stay sure. at DH because he's fun as fuck to watch play baseball. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's electric. I mean, he's brought some life back to the game. He hits bombs, and he throws, you know, 97 with this cutter that just falls Three, off the table. 301 ERA, and he's had, like, a 1.57 OPS. Some oh, crazy. destroyed the White Sox last year, so. Yep. I mean, not I like even... It. I think it's good. They should do it with every position. And also, like, if you're mad that it's made only for Otani, then fuck you and start pitching. <laughs> or fuck you and start hitting. Well, it's just the anomaly of the game. It's not known that pitchers can hit and vice versa. Do you think so, this is a possibility that it might start happening more often because of this? No. Like, because it's just shit? To, it's. Now, maybe, maybe you might see it in 10 years more than anything, but it's just so hard to come by yeah because to be a a1 pitcher in the mlb yeah the thought process and devotion needs to be to throw in a hundred by the time you know you're fucking 19 years old so to to stack trying to hit a baseball 500 feet on top of that i just don't see it my guy's also a meat castle like seeing hotani pictures he's just a Fucking muscle bound boss. He's not really that big. No, I mean, he is. He, he looks, You've seen no, the trap really... photo. You've seen the trap photo, have you? No. I'll show he's you a... offline. People know, dude, he is stacked and he's like he's six a... five. He's a dude from Japan. I'm sorry. He's not as no. big as Mike Trout. Oh, he's way bigger than Mike Trout. No, he's not. Dude, like considerably, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. He is listen, such a big boy. Listen. Boy. Listen. If Anthony Rizzo and Shohei Otani get into a fist fight, I'm rolling with the Italian kid, all right? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, so like, am I. I'm just saying. He's a big boy. He's <laughs> a big boy. Otani's like, I think he's like 220 now with all the muscle. Rizzo's probably got him by like 15 pounds, but still, like, Otani's a big boy and he can throw the ball and he's long and he's probably taller than Rizzo. So if 220 like is a big boy, I'm Utant. And for you to say that yeah, as you're well, fucking, you're fucking telling me, but I'm just saying in, in general, he's all muscle. I'm all fun. <laughs> That's not true. You're nice. Okay. Hey, very nice. Okay? nice. They're not uh, scrawny. They're nice. The, uh, <laughs> the MLB is currently in the arbitration period, which is probably the most annoying and confusing part of. Yeah. The I don't even know what it means half the time. So here, so here we go. So here's a little layout. Um, basically players list their price of what they, what they should be getting paid. 
basically for like this year. So they're out of like their rookie contract. Now they can be signed to something that's similar to a franchise tag, whatever it may be, but they list their price. The team lists their price. And if they don't agree on a price, you go to an arbitration hearing quote unquote. So a lot of times it's like, you got a good player. They're like, Hey, I want eight mil. And then they'll be like, all right, cool. We'll meet at eight mil or seven. We'll give you seven and a half. Okay, cool. We'll meet at seven seventy five. whatever it may be. So today, uh, Lucas Giolito, or yesterday, Lucas Giolito filed at $7.5 million, And the White Sox filed at $7.3 million. They went back and forth a few times, and now they're going to hearings over $50,000. <laughs> the White Sox wouldn't pay him $50,000 more to stay out of a court hearing for arbitration. Ay, ay, ay. Isn't that fucking insane? <laughs> it's the most White Sox thing of all time. 50 it's like grand mm, for your ace, I'm, fifty grand. One of our best pitchers. Hmm. Yep, we're going to court. Fifty G's. Get him on. That's him like on the intro to sales job. That's fifty k base. Like it's not even that bad. It's just... No, bro. I mean, that's I'm. Oh God, terrible. It's bad. Why do you do this to yourself, White Sox? Why do you make yourself look cheap? Because now the minute he becomes a fucking free agent, he's like, I'm out. In my mind, it's got to be over 50 grand. It's got to be Reinsdorf, right? It's always Reinsdorf coming into the picture being like, listen, I need need you to go and do this. Okay, Jerry. I I mean, mean, Han's not going to get himself in that scenario just because he knows he's going to get so much. Han can say enough's enough let's be i don't done. even know if he can because why would he even worry about 50 grand in the grand scheme of things like han would be like this is i'm in the front of people and i have to do this all the time you think i'm going to be able to explain to people why i couldn't give a guy fifty thousand white sax thing of all time vince it is and it's just it's like the offseason period when you yep. need gate the glaring holes in right field right field glaring holes at second base or third yep. base Yep. And this is what you do. You decide to bust Giolito's balls. And then who do we sign? Josh Harrison. He's good. <laughs> he's, right. come, he's okay. He's okay. I've come around on Josh Harrison, though. <laughs> the only thing we have to look forward to this season is hopefully Cespedes can fill the void in right If he field. comes up this season. He better. He's your only chance. Have you I seen know. him in spring training? Guy Mike- hits Bombs. Mike Rodolfo is pretty damn good too. Oh, dude, that kid he hits has, the ball. He's a brick house. That guy's a brick house. He's like a horse over there. He legit hit a ball. I was watching this against the Dodgers the other day. Yep, I was watching. He hit too. a he hit a ball three hundred and eighty eight feet apple golf. right center field golf swing. <laughs> Just gorgy launch angle three run shot. I mean, hey, if he could do that all season long, I'm in. Yeah, so but he's I, also I'm, I'm still to... excited, but the Sox need to stop being so fucking cheap. And they should need to they need to get one more guy. And they need speaking, multiple more and more guys. Especially because there is a single guy coming to the division. Free agency is happening right now. Carlos uh, Correa signed with the twins. You fucking serious. I think this is a good thing. I got a spin zone. All right, they, Vince, spin the zone. The twins. I still don't think they're going to be good. Their lineup's decent. Their pitching is pretty goddamn bad. But the Astros lose one of their best players. Uh-huh. And we lost to the Astros in the playoffs last year. Astros lose a shortstop. Twins maybe get a little bit better, but we still beat them in the division series. Or in the in the series on the season. 
I think I kind of like that. I think maybe the Astros without Correa, it's going to be a little less of a bullshit time. All right. Here's why that's bullshit. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's unpack this for a minute. Let's hop in. So not only do the Twins sign Correa, they also sign Gary Sanchez. Well, yeah, on a trade for Donaldson. Sure, sure. Okay. So now they have Correa, who's a beast. Absolute destroyer of the White Sox, by the way. Yeah. I think he hit like almost he, like 400 against us in the playoffs or some he's nonsense. Damn good. Yeah, he's just damn good. Just all of our pitching he just owns. Yep. So that sucks, and we got to see him a lot. Yeah. So that sucks. And I, I mean, maybe the thought process for the Twins is like, hey, let's sign this guy. Because what? They gave him like three years, 150 schmil. 100, yeah, 172 or something like that. I forgot what the exact amount was. Stupid like amount of money because he's a yeah. Boris client, and then this is what Boris does. I mean, he's also he's the premier. He's the premier franchise or the premier free agent this year for sure. He was the best. And he's and his agent's the premier dickhead. Anyway, is that money? He does get you money, but you go play for the Hanley School for the fucking blind. (laughs) All right. And if that's what you choose to do, good for you. But what is the fucking pride in that? There is zero. So you okay? Good for you, Correa. But you're now you're playing for the Twins in the AL Central. If you had any balls on you, you would have looked at the White Sox and said, "Hey." I want to come play for you because I want to win. <laughs> they wouldn't have signed him. Come on. They have to pay him money. We just talked about this. They were going to give fucking what's his nuts $300 million a couple years ago, and he declined yeah. it. Time's changed. Time's changed, bro. Go they're make top, a splash. They're top 10 in salary now. I don't think they're going to want to do that anymore. I wish they would. I really wish they would. Correa would have been the perfect piece next to Chris Bryant in this in this offseason. And, and, and then on top of that, Chris Bryant decides to sign with the fucking Rockies. Rockies. Try to what make do you want to do that, bro? <laughs> Try to make sense of that. Dude. And then the Rockies trade Arenado a couple years ago, or last right. season. Just and then to, they get Arenado to... back. They get worse Arenado, technically. He's not worse Arenado. Yeah. I mean, I mean he, he he's more of a left fielder one. than he is a third baseman, That's technically. True. Yeah, so, um, but you did mention Gary Sanchez, and I think it's cool that he's on the Twins. I like it. Well, he's a terrible defensive catcher. The only and thing he can do is he, hit. They can't even hit. He just home runs. Yeah, he, he's one trick. He hasn't hit over two thirty in like four years. <laughs> he's like not. He's not a consistent hitter. That's why the Yankees got rid of him. They were like, okay, he's a pretty good hitter. He can play DH, but like, fuck that. Like, why? If we can, then that trade was crazy with Josh Donaldson was crazy. We talked about it last week, but still insane to me. Um, but yeah, I'm happy with them getting Gary Sanchez. I thought they were going to trade him initially. They didn't. They're sticking with him. But yeah, no, I think it's cool. I think the twins aren't going to be that damn good. And I'm cool with that. And, you know, AFC Central might still be easy for the Sox, but that playoff is not going to be easy if you don't have guys. Did you, did you say that? The AFC Central. Did I say that? AL Central. Jesus. Uh, dude, it's 1221. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Get your sports right, Vince. I'm sorry. Uh, in other news, Trevor Story goes to Boston on a six-year 140 to play what? second base. That's scary, man. Scary. To They're be honest team. with you, that's scary to me just due to the fact that I don't know like where he fits. Does he play second or shortstop with Xander Bogarts being in they, that infield? They already talked about it. Charles Story's playing too. Okay. Yeah, and, and I don't know how he's going to play in Boston. You know, you got done playing in, in Colorado. We saw what happened to Arenado. wasn't really good. So That second half of the season got really good for him, though. So I think maybe there's yeah. some – 
some maybe there's some yeah maybe there is maybe there is and then i mean hey good for freddie freeman finds his spot vince called this yeah. called it yeah called it it was like yeah no freddie's going to the dodgers there was an open there was an opening in first base he took it uh i still can't believe the braves did what they did but they did it um yeah that was a really shitty move it's the dodgers are going to be fucking good again they're going to win the division again and they're probably going to go to the World Series. <laughs> There's no way. Like, unless, like, a team like the Braves comes along again, I don't see it going any other way. And, you know, fucking good for Freddie, I guess. <laughs> Honestly, at the end of the no, day. No, I, I love to see Freddie doing his thing. I mean, that, yeah. that's really good to see. He's a good dude. Seems to, seems to care. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this all works out. I'm just they like. They have, like, five former MVPs on their team now. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It, it, it's really kind of nuts. I, I just don't know right now where the White Sox fit in with trying to sign a outfielder, and I don't know what that's going to be. There's Do you one go left, bro. There's one Who's left. That? Michael Conforto. The only guy left. He played right for the Mets last year. He's pretty good. He wasn't an amazing hitter, but he's definitely a good starter. You slot him in there. Um, but right now it's like any team that needs an outfielder is going for him. Cause everybody else, like Tommy Pham signed today. That was like the last guy that was available. So he would have been a nice signing for the Sox, honestly. Yeah, I know. And that didn't happen either. So I hope maybe Conforto comes. I mean, he can't go back to New York cause he's not vaccinated. So maybe he comes to the Chicago. No, that all ends now. That all ends now. We'll that see. All ends it hasn't now. Been announced. It hasn't been announced. No, it has been announced. They're dialing it all back, bro. It has been announced that, that they're like, dialing we'll... it back, but what does it mean? We'll see. No, they're dialing it back. I just told you because Kyrie's going to come back now. We're going to post okay. this out. I'm posting this on the. I'm, I'm posting it. it. I'm posting it. Everybody wants me in the, in the comments. Um, oh. So the last thing here with baseball biggest spender this year. Everybody knew it. Texas Rangers. They signed Corey Seeger. They signed Semyon. They have a $580.7 million signing uh, period, I guess. So that's badass. The Oakland Athletics spent zero dollars. Yeah, they're going for a real rebuild. Billy they Beans, always like, yeah, do, though. They always do. It's like every like five years and hope for the best. It, they were pretty good, and they like, they get rid of Olsen, Obviously, Chapman's gone because he's on like the freaking godly Blue Jays now. Um, but Bob Melvin even leaves. Like, ah, Oakland's such a joke of a franchise. Like, I know like the whole Moneyball thing is awesome, but they I think they kind of got lost in the sauce on the Moneyball thing because they're just a joke now. That was then, and honestly, that method's kind of been debunked of working. And did it times. work? Did it completely work? No, they made a movie no. about it, and they were like, "Oh, this is a way of people doing things." You like, think they want a World Series about that? They didn't. Yeah, not <laughs> this guy. I mean, listen to me. Every team does this every few years, and then you have your window. They That's why down, I'm yeah. so frustrated with the White Sox right now because they're in their they're window. In their yeah, window. they have, and, and it closes usually semi quickly. So they got to yeah. really do something here if it be this year. At the trade deadline, they got to either go get some guys on rentals and make it work. Maybe that's the thought process. Kimbrell trade if he puts up his oh, value again. He's worth nothing. I've said this from the beginning. He's going to be you, worth. You ass. play him. You play him half a season, and he gets a he has a low ERA, just like <sighs> he did with the Cubs last year. 
They got you us traded Nick Madrigal for Craig Kimbrell. Always yeah. be the worst my goddamn fucking trade Cubs that ever fan brother, My goddamn Cubs fan brother <laughs> posted an Instagram story of Nick Madrigal running out on the field, and I almost had an aneurysm. <laughs> He's so small. He's so cute. Our, our small king. <laughs> I miss him. This is cute our small king. Me. He was great. He was such a great leadoff hitter. Would have been a great addition to this team. Was hitting yeah. 300. Yeah, it was dead. All right. All right. (laughs) Well, we did it, Vince. And consistency is key, people. So we really pray that you enjoy episode, what is this, 12 now? Yeah. 12 or 13? Yeah. I think it's 12. Yeah, it's 12. All right. Whatever it is, we've lost count. We continue to push the content, people. We always hope you enjoy it. As always, please like, follow, share. We love you all. Uh, Five stars. Five stars. You know the game. Five stars. It's been fun. Late night. Big day. We're here for it. See you next week. Peace.